This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 378. And the quote of the day is, if your present doesn't add value, your absence won't make a difference. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here, episode 378 of Drummer's Resource Podcast. I'm pumped today. It's Friday. It's beautiful outside. It's 75 degrees. Today is opening day for baseball. So all in all, it is a it is a it is a good day here at Drummer's Resource HQ. Uh, quick note that Dream Symbols is celebrating their 10-year anniversary of making some of the finest symbols in the world. And for all my UK peeps, they are having a 10th anniversary sort of party get together in Stratum at Hideaway. That's happening on April 19th, and the tickets are only 10 pounds. And there are going to be performances with Adam Gamage, I hope I pronounced that right, Lloyd Ryan, and Trevor Taylor. And you can get your tickets at hideawaylive.co.uk, and doors open at 7.30 p.m. Again, that's at Hideaway in Stratum on April 19th, and it is a 10-year celebration of Dream Symbols, so definitely check that out, hideawaylive.co.uk. Be there or be square. So let's get into the topic for today. So coincidentally, uh, I had a conversation with my buddy Russ Tarley, who is in the UK, and we were talking about the idea of getting the gig. And once you get the gig, the next step is, okay, how do I keep this gig? And I I think from, I've always said that, I don't want to say getting the gig is the easy part, but once you get the gig, that's when the real work starts and you have to figure out how to you how to make yourself irreplaceable how to add value to the situation whatever it is so a couple things that go without saying so your playing has to be good you wouldn't be there if it wasn't you you should know the tunes you should uh you know you should be there on time you should all of those things are standard every single person that gets hired for the most part, is going to have all of those things. In the Josh Freeze interview, he said, you know, uh, an artist who hires me, the last thing they want to worry about is whether or not I know the tunes. I'm always prepared. So for yourself, you always want to be prepared. Those are sort of table stakes. That's exactly why you got hired in the first place, because they know that you're going to be a professional. You're going to know the tunes. You're going to show up on time. Your reputation has preceded you at least a little bit, because if not, they wouldn't have hired you in the first place. Now, how do you go above and beyond to make sure that you're getting hired again? And there's a couple things that whether you realize it or not, or whether it's something that you're making a conscious effort of doing or not, it's being judged. So what's your attitude like? When you get there, are you are you happy to be there? Are you, you know, are you easy to work with? Are you when when they ask you, I know that I used to work with a bass player all the time and I would say, Hey man, can you move your bass cabinet, you know, three inches to the right because I can't fit my cymbal stand here if we were playing on a small stage and he would huff and puff and and get all upset about moving his his base cabinet over three inches and long story short, he got fired and we got a new base player, not because the base player wasn't good. It was because he was a pain in the ass to work with and no one wanted to work with him. Cause he was, he wasn't a jerk. He was just 
oh, easily annoyed and always huffing and puffing and everything was a problem. So when you're there, making sure that you're easy to work with, making sure that that you're always willing to help, making sure that, you know, when you see the bass player moving his cabinet, maybe offer him a hand. All of those things, these are little things, but okay, let's take that and put it into the bucket of of, you know, being pleasant to be around. And then the next thing is how can you help promote the show? How can you help be a part of that whole process, whether you're a sideman or not, whether, you know, whether you're part of the band or you're a sideman, how can you help promote? How can you help add value to the band? How can you get your friends to come out to the show to support the band? All of those things. And I know guys who've gotten hired because they have a large, you know, fan base or they have a, a lot of people know about that, about this one person and they'll go see them play no matter what band he or she is playing in. So that's a, that's another aspect of how can you help promote the band even if it's one gig you know you show up you go to play the gig and you're like oh i brought 15 people with me that's pretty amazing so uh consider that even if it's a one-off try to bring people out to the show if you can i'm not saying you got to bring 50 people but try to bring some people just show that you're interested in it Uh, a third thing is what i always used to do at the end of the show uh, you know, set lists or, or I'm sorry, set breaks. I would always sort of just like check in. Hey, is everything cool? Am I too loud? Whatever. And then, but after the show, I would check in with whoever hired me and say, Hey, how did, how, how did that go? If you guys were to hire me again, you know, is there something that, that you, I can improve on? Is there something that you like, something that you didn't like? And you're not asking for them to give you a 15 page detailed report, but you're looking for some constructive criticism and some feedback to say, how can I make this better? How And what normally happens is, be, no, man, you are great. And for for me, that never did anything for me because I don't want to hear that. And I would say, okay, I appreciate that. So if there was anything you'd, you, you know, you would want to change, what would it be? Show that you want to, uh, you know, that you want to learn the tunes and you want to make sure that you're playing the way that they want the tunes played and maybe, you know, volume, sound how you're approaching things, all of that, all of that sort of stuff all goes into that. So asking for that feedback is huge. Uh, Another thing is once you've gone in, say you get the gig and it may be a short uh, on short notice or something like that. And you're in sort of cram mode and you got to just learn the tune. So you maybe chart out something or just try to memorize them, which I think is a horrible idea. I would recommend going back to my episode 262, where I talk about how to learn a song list for a last minute gig. So you can check that out. Episode 262. And so once you learn the tunes, you get into this gig, I would ask anyone if they have a book, if they have any of the stuff charted out, if there's anything, because a lot of bands, you know, they'll have the book and you want to learn that book just in case they hire you again. And you may have gotten hired for one gig, three gigs, five gigs, whatever it is, but making sure that you're letting them know that one, you definitely 100% want, if you want to, (laughs) you definitely want to play with them again. And when you do, you want to be better than you were tonight. And if you have a gig tomorrow, you know, you want to be better tomorrow than you were today, et cetera, et cetera. That shows your interest in the band. That shows that you are looking at it for, as a as a professional. And to you, it's, just, it's not just another gig, but it actually means something to you. Another thing that I would always do is at the end of the gig, I would thank everyone for having me. I would tell, you know, let them know it was a pleasure playing with them. And I would trade information with all of the people in the band. I would get, unless it's someone you don't want to play with or you don't care for, but I would get their information. Hey, I would love to work with you again. It was great. You know, you sound great, whatever it is. 
is, get their information, and especially the person who hired you, go up, make sure that you thank them for the gig. There's a gray area here, or there's a fine line. You don't want to seem you don't want to seem like a, a little puppy dog and you're so thankful for the gig, like you don't have any other gigs out there in the world, but you do want to position it that you're very grateful for the gig. You appreciate it and you would love to work with them again. It doesn't have to be this long drawn out thing. Just that's a nice touch at the end of the gig. Hey, thank you. It was great playing with you. If you ever need me again, you know, I'd love to play. It was, it was a ton of fun. Thank you so much for, for having me on the hit. It was fun. And then I always, 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 100%, always, follow up the next day always and send a text message you know usually i don't call them but an email text message whatever it is hey thanks again for last night it was it was really a great time would love to work with you again if there's anything i can do for you let me know or if you have anything else coming up let me know uh you don't want to overstep your boundaries you don't want to be begging for gigs but just thank them again let them know that goes a long way most people don't do that and and it has to be genuine if you really want the gig or if you really liked playing with those people or you really see a future with these with these guys and girls then then do it don't just disingenuously do it because you need the gig and you don't really like the band but you need the money and the last piece of advice would be to hire the people in the band for other projects that you're currently working on or that you're getting started or whatever it is. If the bass player was great and you're looking for a bass player for a project, then you should hire the bass player from the band that you want to be playing with because you're going to start to establish a relationship and that person has say in the other band and they say, oh man, you know, I play with Jen all the time. We should hire her to come play drums. She's great. She's really cool. She's easy to work with. She hires me on a lot of gigs. Uh, we should, you know, we should look into getting her or if you're hiring the guitar player for your studio project, he may hire you for his studio project. If you, if it finds out that you guys work together with me, when I, when I released my record, I hired all the guys who I wanted to play with. And then from there, when we went out to promote the record and tour for the record, I hired them again. And guess what? When they started playing, you know, when they were playing gigs, they started hiring me to play on their gigs because they were just using hired guns and they not that they felt obligated to hire me but they said hey man this guy's giving me all this work i might as well give him some work too so they would hire me and and it's this reciprocal thing and coincidentally one of the guy was going through a transition with his drummer and they were in the process of firing him so they hired me and so you never know what situation is going on who's going to be leaving bands what personnel is going to be getting replaced whatever it is so if you start hiring the people that you want to be playing with or the band you know hiring the people in the band that you want to be playing in that you've already maybe even if you have never played in that band that's a good way to get a gig is to start hiring those people but that's another topic altogether uh, but I think that we talk about about getting the gig all the time, but not how to keep the gig. So that's one of the one of the things that I would do too. So try all of these things. Let me know if you have tried any of these things in the past. If any of these have sort of opened up your eyes and given you some ideas about how you can keep the gig that you have or get more gigs with someone who's hired you maybe once or twice. And that's about all I got for today. So check out that Dream Symbols uh, 10th anniversary party again. That is in Stratum in Hideaway. And you can go to hideawaylive.co.uk to find out all the information get a ticket it's 10 pounds april 19th at 7 30 p.m and until the next podcast keep drumming thank you so much for listening and i'll be talking to you soon peace